Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast. This is Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. You have to discover the potential that is in you already. You have to deploy it after you've developed that potential. For you to do that, you have to understand how to walk by faith. Many people are not doing anything with their giftedness because they don't have enough faith and belief in what they have been given already. I talk about faith in God because it has impacted my life positively in a very profound way. When you start from the place of believing that God created you in his image and likeness and that he has endowed you with special gifts and abilities and that he has given you an assignment and has equipped you with what it takes to accomplish that assignment. Your life is going to be on fire because you have a purpose. Your life has meaning. You have a sense of direction. You know why you are here. You know where you are going. When you answer these questions, everything falls in place. You will be able to succeed in whatever venture you engage in. Success is not the absence of setbacks. Success is not the absence of failures. Success is not the absence of pushback. Success is not the absence of obstacles. Success is not the absence of sickness. It's not the absence of poverty. It's not the it's not the absence of doubt. Success is being able to do whatever you have set up your mind to do, irrespective of the state of the economy, what other people think about your idea about you, what people say to you, how people respond to you, the pushback that you get, you name it. Success is the ability to overcome all odds. Without odds, they cannot be success. Without setbacks, without failures, without a pushback, without obstacles, you cannot talk about success. 
That is why if right now you are listening to me and you are facing one pushback or the other and you are struggling with doubt and you are having financial difficulties, you are in poverty, you are in poor health, be happy because you are about to experience victory. You will have a testimony. You will have your own war stories to share and inspire and equip and encourage other people to rise up to the occasion. We are living in a world that is plagued with a lot of problems because of sin. And that is why you hear of the famines, the wars, and all the issues that make us uncomfortable. However, there is victory because we can rise up above all these obstacles, overcome them, and have victory. To do that, I am submitting to you what has worked for me. This is not a debate. I'm not trying to preach a religion here. What I'm saying is that about 30 years ago, I met Christ. I surrendered my life to him. He changed me from the inside out and gave me a new worldview that has transformed my life fundamentally and has equipped me to see life from the prism of having faith in God. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you've not seen. You have not taken the step to start that business because you are not sure. If you had the certainty that you succeed, you are going to make that investment. You're going to get into that relationship. You're going to enroll in that program. If you're walking in doubt and unbelief, it's going to limit you. You won't be able to reach your full potential. That's why I'm encouraging you. Step out in faith. Not just faith in anything. The highest level of faith is putting your faith in God because he is your creator. He has all the resources that you need to become everything he created you to be. God never gives us an assignment and does not provide the resources that we need to accomplish that assignment. The resources may not come the way we want, the way we anticipate. However, those resources are always there. In my case, as I've already pointed out, the command, the desire to move to the United States to study came. And I thought I was not having the resources because I was looking at what I was having in my bank account at that time. But the resources were already there. That is how I was able to connect to those resources, came to the United States. And by the end of the first semester, as I've already said, physically, I ran out of money. There was nothing else I could do. All the options that were on the table my 
character, my belief could not let me take advantage of those possibilities that were there because I believed that being already married, I couldn't remarry to get papers. I couldn't declare political asylum because I came to the United States on my own accord. I wasn't fleeing from any political persecution. Those around me told me it was going to be difficult and my life was going to be miserable. In fact, they were right. When you step out in faith, you're going to be misunderstood. You're going to have to pay a price. You're going to get uncomfortable. It's going to be difficult because you are not going to be going with what everybody else is doing. You have to stand your ground and there's always a price to pay. You may lose friends. You may be fired from your job. You may lose that contract. You may even be in prison. You may be hated. You'll be called names. But if you persevere, you're going to succeed. And you'll be unstoppable. Here I was, not sure of what to do next. All I knew was that God brought me to this country. He is going to take care of me. That was my confidence. And I knew that he was going to come through because I did not come here on my own accord. He instructed me to come. I obeyed. Here I was. And it was time for him to take over because it wasn't my idea. I waited. The department had told me, you go to class, see what you can do. We're going to evaluate your performance and see if we can do something for you. At the end of the semester, I had a good GPA and I was still hoping that something was going to happen. The school was going to inter intervene in my situation. I had come in to do a master's. And usually, the decisions to award teaching assistantships are done at the beginning of the year. And the PhD students are given the first pass. In my case, I was a master's student. We're looking at the spring semester. That was mid-year. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I just prayed and waited because, humanly speaking, there was nothing else I could do. I had a lot of apprehension. I was worried. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just had to wait in there. Usually, from what I've experienced, time and time again, God does not answer immediately. I don't know why he waits until the dying minute to come through. I don't know. But when I remember the stories 
of the likes of Daniel, who when a decree was passed, that anybody who prays will be executed. He went ahead and prayed, just as he did. Three times a day he prayed. And Daniel was caught and thrown in the lion's den. It was only after he was thrown in the lion's den that God showed up, shut the mouths of the lions, and Daniel was not devoured by the lions. Why did God not prevent Daniel from getting into the lion's den? I don't know. Why did God not prevent Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from being thrown into the, uh, the, 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 the fiery furnace? I don't know. But what I know is that he always shows up when the situation appears to be very dire. In my case, the semester ended. We had the Christmas break. And some of my classmates, it, I ran out of money. My rent, they had to pay my rent because I had no money to even pay my rent. And I was hoping and waiting that come spring, I will be in school. But not knowing how it was going to happen, if I could not even pay my rent, how was I going to remain in school? I don't know. The, the only thing I knew then is that I was here because God brought me and he was going to take care. About a few days to the beginning of the spring semester, I went to the student lounge and I, 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 I saw a letter in my mailbox. It was a letter of an appointment from the department. They made me a teaching assistant. Yes, victory at last, victory at last. I went on my knees and just gave thanks and praise to God for that breakthrough. As assistant, teaching assistant, it meant I could stay in school and the department was going to take care of my tuition and other needs that I had as a student. I was excited. I was ecstatic. I knew that was the beginning of a mighty breakthrough that I was going to experience. But the battle was not over. You may be thinking, oh yeah, I just got lucky. No, I didn't get lucky. While I was in school, as the years went by, I saw other master students that came into the department and tried, applied, and did everything to get an assistantship, and it was never given to them. And later on, I will be made to understand that the department had to do some special arrangements for that assistantship to be given to me. While the department feels they made some special arrangement, I think God was answering my prayers and showing up to take care of me in my greatest hour of need. I've said time and again, I don't share this for you to have pity on me. I'm doing fine. God is faithful. 
I've experienced him over and over. And I had made a promise to God that when I come to this country, I was going to testify of his goodness. I'm just keeping my own part of the bargain to let the world know that God is not a concept. He is alive. God is not an idea. He is alive. We need him in every facet of our lives because he is our creator. He loves us and he is taking care of us. We need to let him get involved in our lives. God doesn't force himself on anybody. That is why we have a part to play. We have to be willing to cooperate and work with him. If you are not yet having that connection to God, if your faith is not yet activated, I want you to do that today. You don't need to do anything extraordinary. You need to step out in faith and believe that God is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I mean, seek him. I remember reading a story about uh, this young man who went to see one of the uh, Greek uh, philosophers. I don't remember if it was Socrates or all the other ones. And the young man wanted to become wise just like the Greek philosopher was. Instead, the philosopher said, no, let's go out for a walk. Took the young man down to the, uh, to the beach and they, they continued into the water. And out of a sudden, this young man was held by the philosopher and plunged into the water and he held him there. And the, the guy was struggling and struggling and struggling. And when he was almost about to pass out, the philosopher lifted him out of the water. And he took in breaths of water and was panting like, what was this for? I came to you for you to give me the secret to become wise. Instead, he took me down to the water are you trying to drown me? The philosopher looked at him and laughed and said, when you desire to know as much as you were panting for, for, for breath when I took you out of this ocean, you are going to become wise. God is not supposed to be a secondary thought. He is supposed to be your primary focus. You need to seek him with all you are having. You need to desire him with all you are having. You need to reach out and accept the free gift of salvation that he has given through Christ Jesus. What am I saying? None of us is good enough. We can't really give God anything. He's already preempted and given us everything. If you need help, there's a phone number on the screen. Call that number. Reach out to me. If you need a one-on-one -on -one coaching, reach out to me. We're going to hold your hand, walk with you, so that you can become all God created you to be. I want to thank you so much for watching today. 
I want to thank you for sharing. I want to thank you for inviting other people to join us. We are at the beginning of great content that is going to be coming your way. Next time, I'm going to continue on how I moved from a Cameroonian citizen to a United States of American citizen. Once more, you've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. God bless you.